Hey everyone, before we begin, I just wanted to let you guys know that this episode is a previous Beaver Does Movies episode that I recorded, and so there may be some things here or there that might not work out in regards, but at the end of the day, a lot of it still counts for future episodes, including the gauntlet. I'm still trying to do some commentaries and stuff like that, but I just wanted to make sure just so that there's no confusion that uh, these episodes I, I believe i have two more left and then we'll go into full-on beaver does podcast i want to make sure that some of the work that i've actually put into recording these are actually released rather than just throwing them in the garbage i hope you enjoy this is an episode that was a lot of fun it was one of the first times uh me and mike got back together after a, a few uh weeks off so it was a lot of fun episode we checked out the awesome action jackson Welcome once again to Beaver Does Movies, and after the, the long, long, long sabbatical, we have the one and only Action Reed himself, Mike. Welcome back. You're well earned. Well I earned. In my sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> I actually once said you were fighting lions in Africa. I felt like it sometimes. Yeah, oh yeah. Just, <laughs> just that uphill climb trying to deal with people. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, every every day. What type of movie Beaver gonna give me this week? Yeah, and luckily I I I sent you a good movie this time. I figured I'd go easier on you initially. Apparently, the the one that you gave us before was not a good one. Yeah, I'm very curious now how bad of a train wreck that was. Uh, what under siege? Yeah. Oh, you'll you'll find out. Uh, I actually uh, replaced you for that episode just because I needed to get it done. Uh, and we did a commentary track, but it was a lot of fun. And although we did lose half the episode because of bullshit. All right. Yeah, you know, but I'm I'm getting on that mic uh, train to to help me solve that issue. So he's uh, <laughs> he's coming in. He's yeah. been on this sabbatical. He's all ready to rock and roll. He's helping me get up, and he got a fucking t-shirt out of it. Because <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen. By the time you hear this, I have t-shirts available. Yes. All sizes, $17. If you're in the Winnipeg area, you get it for free. I'll show up at your door and throw it at you. Excellent. If not, we can go the cheapo mode, which is $3 to send it as a letter. If you want to be an asshole and get tracking, you got to pay for it. So, All right. Uh, pretty much. Uh, also, in other news, Patreon, fuck that. Shut it down. Shut it down. Hey. Sorry to Shut the two people. Shut like it down. John Taffer. Shut it down. I've been watching too much uh, Bar Rescue. So I like it, man. I went through a, re- through, a, through a phase where that's all I watched. Every time I'm at work, I watch Bar Rescue. Yeah. And I love it. Initially, yeah, I was like... You don't watch... Okay. Mm. Because I watch <laughs> it on Paramount Network. Because... I know. Oh, I'm going to go there. Yeah. I'm going to go there eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's another show that you should be watching that's on Paramount. No, I'm, I'm tired of their commercials. So... You know what? I thought the same thing until I actually watched it. And you know what? Even a certain someone has like, is like double down on it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, uh, let, fuck it. Let's just go straight into it. Oh yeah. By the way, we now have a new way of donating to the show called buy me a coffee. <laughs> you, 
uh, where pretty much if you want, we are, do have a subscription service through there, which is $5 a month. You get uh, the video, you get the uh, early audio, we get some uh, deleted shit that we will not release because we hate it. And also we will have uh, some extra bonus stuff too. But if you just want to just give us a one-time uh, donation, it's two bucks or whatever you want to send us. And I'll also have it available during my Facebook gaming stuff as well. And also live episodes. Now, Mike, let's get into it. What have you watched? Uh, I binge all of Yellowstone. How is that? Really, really good, actually. I didn't think I could. I would like you and saw all the commercials and I thought it was stupid. Yeah. I thought it was going to be super campy. But no way, man. That's probably one of my... Um, favorite shows right now that's high praise that is high praise yeah like it is i it's so much that i've been i've been doing research on it and apparently season three the one that just came out was like one of the highest rated in cable history god damn um the the premiere was like one of the most recently watched in like the last two years Whew. it's just been it's got two spinoffs of it of uh 1884, which is basically going to be Red Dead Online on on TV. God damn! And then, and then another spinoff of basically um, a tamer version of it for okay. cable. Oh, like less violence and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Just uh, did you watch that on Amazon Prime or did you actually watch it on the TV? No, I did it on Prime actually. Okay, good because yeah. me and you mentioned uh, about Paramount. Paramount Network and they're yeah. they're fucking uh, every time. So when I when I'm working, uh, I cut the cable a while ago. I yeah. refused to have cable yeah. ju- just for the commercials. Uh, when I was on Prime, uh, if you get Stack TV, they have commercials on there. You pay thirteen dollars a month and they have commercials. Oh come yeah. on, it's disgusting. I really that do. is disgusting, especially yeah. if you're paying for it. Thirteen dollars. No. I did it luckily, and this is what I do like about Amazon Prime. They do give you 30 days free. Yep. So you can see the fuckness before you even give them your money. Wow. Yeah. It, it may, it, they may have changed it, but when I did check it out, that was what was up. But with Paramount Network, every time I'm watching it, it's the same five clips. I, am, I imagine. It. Yep. So did you oh. watch Sons of Anarchy? Yes. Did you like Sons of Anarchy? I really did like Sons of Anarchy. Then also... you're like, this is basically Sons of Anarchy, yep. but obviously not bikers, and it's with cowboys. And did you ever see Sopranos? Uh, no, that's actually on my list. Now that, so, I, might, now that I got HBO uh, Max, I'm pretty much looking. Oh into yeah, it. put that on your list. Yeah. I'm... So this is this is called the Dad Show because yeah. um, Kevin Costner. Like, I always thought that he'd be... I enjoy him more now because of the show. I oh, was really? really a big Kevin Costner fan. Mm. But, yeah, this one is like... This definitely put him on... I was like, oh, okay. So much so that I'm almost willing to get Paramount Plus. Oh, oh, goddamn. Right? Well, look, look, luckily, us living in Canada, uh, we do have the option to check it out on Amazon Prime. Because apparently... 1884 is supposed to be like basically an, an off the wall version of yeah. this, and I can't imagine that. Oh god! Because this is already like 
out there. Yeah. That's nice. That that's cool. I might check it out. Like my I think t- you'd be interesting in it. My, my my TV list is dead. I'm finding shows I wouldn't even look at pre-pandemic. You know what you I mean? You know what? I or I'm at that I'm at that point where now that I finished this, I'm like, where do I go from here? Yeah. Because like I did that and then I went to Vikings. Mm. And Vikings is like watching paint dry compared to this. Oh really? Yeah. So it, it's kind of kind of twisted your uh your view of watching shows because you know what it's almost so like it almost triggers me that there should be a canadian version of this and you'll understand what, what i mean when you if you ever watch it yeah like the fact that there's not a canadian version of this mm. is almost like a crime yeah it's like someone someone fell asleep at this yeah like so, someone so- let this ball like walk right by them that's why i find with canadian tv they, they're, they're often behind when it comes yeah. to decent, like the one that recently came out, Trickster, that's actually one I want to check out. Yes, yes. And I actually, because me and Corey were talking about this show, and, and that's exactly what I related this to, except yeah. that just got canceled. Did it get canceled? Yes, because the owner or the person who, who was in charge of it uh, made uh, claims that she was indigenous, but she's not. Yeah, she, it, it, like her line is, was it canceled or was CW she just canceled it? Yeah. Because CW picked it up and they were going to do a season two of it, but they just yeah. canceled it. Yeah, that's a sh- because they did renew the second season. And that's a shame because yeah. you got all these, it's really affecting indigenous people because of one fuck who decided. And then I, co- and like, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, yeah. because Koi even said the same thing mm. about Yellowstone, apparently. Yeah. Because I don't want to spoil it because, like, the daughter, I just think was huge indigenous because she just, she just looks like it. Yeah, and she, she like, they clearly did a good job of it. Mm. And then Corey's like, nope, she's not. And it's like, oh, so apparently there's backlash because she has no ties to yeah to that. I, and it's like, I, oh, and with me knowing uh, Roger, Roger Boyer, yeah, uh, I managed to kind of get a lens on that because he was kind of explaining it to me and educate. If you want a really good, interesting talk. I have a chat with Roger. He's very, he's very I'm curious to see in. his opinion on this show. Yeah. He 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 doesn't want to make his opinions uh like out there, but mm-hmm. he's willing to listen if it's like a one-to-one chat. He's yep. very knowledgeable and it's very interesting. I, I also follow a few indigenous, including a guy who did a uh a zombie movie called Blood Quantum, and he was yeah. seething. He was so mad because he's like we try so hard to get indigenous people to do. And here comes this woman who takes opportunity from people and yeah. then put, put, makes it all about her. And then when it comes out, that project's done. So all those people that yep. are working hard yep. on everything. Now I have are tainted. Yeah. It's, it really yep. does. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. And, that, and now that's, you have that shadow over your head of like, are you just going to be like her? Yeah. It's going to lead to you more- actually. It's going to lead to more uh, scrutiny. scrutiny. It's pretty Scru- much yep. the indigenous yep. version of Rachel Dolezal. Yep. And unfortunately, if you... they already had, they were, I'm pretty sure <laughs> they're already scrutinized to begin with. Yeah. And this, <laughs> game, like, look at like the whole uh, Jussie Smollett stuff. Right. You know, there's there's already like a scrutinized eye to like yeah, exactly. uh, violence yeah. onto like black males. And then mm-hmm. now you've added extra ammo with that bullshit. Yep. So, Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. and it's it's unfo- and it is unfortunate now because 
people are going to be wary on giving indigenous people a chance <laughs> in, cl- yep. in case it's yep. someone being a fuckhead. And now people, and people now, unfortunately, are looking for a reason to be more scrutinized. Yeah. They're looking for a target for They're looking for a reason to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So this is said, if this had happened like 10 years ago, five years ago, no one would have heard of it. No. Yeah. But because of uh, everything going on and such, uh, with it being like such a hot topic, why would you even uh, do that? Right, you know that's an, yeah. I don't understand that because you know it's gonna come out. Yeah, I, I swear they just run in the wagon until the wheels fall, fall off. I don't get that. I it, it, me neither because you gotta be ruined. Afterwards. Like even that Jesse thing. Like yeah. I don't care how much money and how much planning you do. Like <laughs> I just couldn't imagine having just knowing that there's a chance that someday. Sometime, someday, someone's gonna find out. Something's gonna happen, and there's a camera everywhere. Especially the amount of people involved in that, too. Right? It you wasn't know, just you and your best friend. Yeah. It was you and like six other people. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, what do you think was gonna happen? There's gonna be yeah. that one week link, even if right? they're all a tight twenty years of friendship. There's gonna exactly. be that one guy who goes, "Wait exactly. a minute." And it, it just takes family. one bad, like one bad day to be like, oh man, yeah. I don't like the way that Jesse looked at me today. Oh. I think we're going to make a phone call. Oh, guaranteed. Uh, if me and you, and you just said one wrong thing to me, if you, if you said thanks tips to me one more time, I'll be like, Hey, Mike made me beat him up and said it was a, a racially charged attack. Guaranteed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah. Just, just one. All right. Shut up, Beaver. Oh fucking beaver! I'm 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 turning I'm turning on you. You know what I mean? I'm what? I'm out. Yeah. Hey, right. Guess what? You're about to be in some shit. Yeah. That that'll be my last text, and then yeah. and then a, then a selfie on me outside the cops' place. Have a good life, Mike. What does that mean? You'll find out. Oh god damn it, China! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I. Actually, uh, yesterday, as of this recording, decided to check out the HBO Max original, I would say. Yep. Uh, the Little Things. Denzel Washington, Jared Leto, Remy Malik, And it has a few actors. One guy from Prison Break. Uh, no, no, not Prison Break. Uh, Prison Break. The, the father from the second season of The Wire. And also the prison warden from Oz. That's all you need to know. So uh, clearly, this is an HBO production. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Although it was originally intended for theaters because of the pandemic, they did a uh, joint uh, release. So it was a video. Like that. Yeah, and apparently now it look, it's looking like there's going to be two weeks ahead at the theater, and then yeah. it gets released on video demand afterwards. Apparently, yeah. they've done that with Dune. I'm thinking. Yeah, apparently Dune, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and guaranteed it's going to happen with everything else now. And I'm cool with that. I don't mind waiting two weeks. I don't imagine that's what's going to happen to Black Widow. But Black Widow, I feel like oh, if, that, if that doesn't come out before June, just cancel it yeah. at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Especially with uh, WandaVision being out. And right? And that's tying heavily into Doctor Strange, which was intended for afterwards. 
Because wasn't Black Widow was supposed to have come out before this? Yeah. Black Widow was supposed to lead into this. Yes. And then this will lead into Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because they, they all. And then uh, Doctor Strange will lead into Spider Man. Or I think Black Widow was intended to be kind of a, a launching point for uh, Falcon. That that would seem like the better tie-in, or or uh, Hawkeye. Boy, I don't think Hawkeye was involved though. Mm. I think it's actually its own. I think it's its own launching point. Because yeah. apparently, Black Widow Two is already being like greenlit. How? Because it's not going to be Ramer. It's not going to be Johansson. No. Oh, it's going to be the sister. Yeah. Oh, what's the name? This is her basically passing the torch, basically. Yeah, the movie. one that played Paige in uh, yeah. Fighting With My Family. Yes. But, yeah, so the little things. Apparently, this movie was made before Seven. Like, it was written before Seven. Okay. And, and it, it was like, uh, it, it was in development hell for the longest time. And it shows. Because it really tries to do the whole ambiguous character. But for what it was presented, it should have had a bit more. It really looked like, especially in the trailers, that like it was building up to a big tease, like a big twist at the end. Yep. And that's why I was like, I feel like everything I saw in the trailer was the best thing. Uh, no, no, it's actually, it, it felt like it, it, it was trying to be way too ambiguous for its own good. Mm. Whereas at least with Seven, you 100% know what is going on. The only yeah. thing is the outcome afterwards. And even then, that's it's kind of directed in such a way where you know what's going on. Yeah. Leave to your own devices. With this, it was very much way too on the nose. A great acting performance, don't get me wrong. Even though I didn't... I liked Jared Leto, but he was trying to play weird a bit too much. He's- Apparently... He didn't do method acting with Denzel because Denzel wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't let that shit go. Wouldn't let that shit fly. He'd be like, so because they did an interview and they're like, so did Jared do anything? He's like, he Jared knowing better. <laughs> he's, he's giving that Denzel Washington stare across the room. That hard dad stare. Yeah. First stare just. <laughs> Yes, Mike just giving me the Denzel stare. Perfect. Yes, definitely. <laughs> like, and then, hello, hello, Mr. Washington, sir. And then could probably combine that with Remy Malik, who's just looking normal behind <laughs> him. But because it's Remy Malik, it's scaring him as well. <laughs> he, he just came from Bond and and uh, Mr. Robot, so he's yeah. in like a middle of a of an episode. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> staring. he's actually happy. Like, I'm really excited to work with these guys today. Yeah, he's just then, looking like yeah. Remy Malik in the background. He's like, Jerry Leonard's like, looks to Denzel. Oh, shit, he's angry. I don't even fucking want to mess with him. It's just yeah. Remy Malik. Like, oh, I'm so happy today. You know what I mean? But Plus, Denzel just had a bad day because he just found out that Equalizer just got turned into a TV show at Queen Latifah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine him just like screaming, Queen, just punching walls? <laughs> so. We're doing an equalizer three about that, Denzel. We got a TV. Um, it's going to TV. Oh, I do TV. No, no. Can you imagine? Am I casted? No, no, you're not, sir. 
Can you imagine what? a equalizer <laughs> with Denzel on TV? That'd be right? fuck. That'd be like holy fuck. If anyone could do it, it's HBO Max. Yeah, it'd, it'd be very. And you know what? I'll I'll, I'll be honest with this. Uh, the little things felt like it should have been a True Detective. I got that vibe off of it because they actually reference a previous case, mm. like years before this. So it, it's like really set up like it should have been True Detective. We see Denzel Washington younger trying to solve the initial case. And then in the future where he ends up solving the case, because that's pretty much the True Detective style, especially yeah. with season one and three. That's there where they do multiple, multiple generation and just go for it. And Jerry Leto, he played crazy a lot better and he was a lot more subdued. I just feel he's really getting close to Johnny Depp territory where he, where he rests on playing crazy and wearing weird outfits more than actually acting. Mm. I, like that joke. I, like I like crazy Jared Lerner. I, 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 I didn't mind him in, 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 in Suicide Squad. I, I, feel he, I just feel his costume choice was bad. But that's not him, though. Yeah. Hmm. That's not him, though. That 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 does feel like a David Ayer choice, and with him being whole like cholo juggalo, like very big on that whole aesthetic, I yeah. feel that was like a direct director mistake. But I feel like yeah, I feel like actually to be honest, I would say I would go further and say that was both of them. Yeah. I feel like Jared Leto is not just someone that you could just be like, okay, hey, go put this on. Like, I, granted, it, the whole torturing of Harley Quinn, like the small stuff was okay. I just feel like he was not used enough to be good. Okay. All right. On the flip side, though, you're never going to get more, when it came to certain outfits, mm. you're never going to get more comically accurate than what you did in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because he did some scenes, especially that tuxedo scene. Yes, that was great. Like, there's certain scenes in there where it's like, okay, mwah. And then there's other scenes where it's like, what the, f- what is well, this? Well, like that, I also really like the scene where he's laying with the knives around him. Yep. That looked cool. Yep. And also where he creates Harley Quinn by pushing her into the vat. Yeah. That looked cool. Yeah. So but I feel I, like, yeah. But yeah, like, looking cool and actually being effective doesn't work yep so i'm actually very excited to see what like it's gonna be four hours it's it's gonna be a whole event i already had this conversation this week it's gonna be a whole event but i'm yep. interested to see where they it's take it it's gonna be good though yeah. and we'll, let's be honest me and you will just pause it we and you won't do it in one shot yeah i, I might do it for a whole work but <laughs> right but i'll be doing that with uh, clients so but then be... again i said that again with the Irishman. I, I, never, think I, I never finished. I never finished. Really? Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the Irishman. And me, I thought for sure, because it's what, three and a half? Yeah. I as thought so, for sure. As soon as I watched uh, young, old Robert De Niro beat that guy up, I was, it threw me out. It threw me out violently. Oh, wow. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I won't watch it again. Yeah. But I thought for sure, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go halfway through. And then I'll, uh, and then I'll uh, take a nap and I'll come back later. But I was like, oh, it's over. 
Maybe oh. I can. Maybe I'll try it again. But who knows? There's I, other I, ones. I need three and a half hours, bro. <laughs> Sopranos, you'll be. I think I'm curious to see your Sopranos and your Yellowstone. I've seen quite a bit of Sopranos because my dad watched it. Oh, okay. When when it came out though, it was before internet and streaming was a big yep. thing. So it's it's very odd to watch shows back then because if you yep. miss an episode, you're fucked. Yep. If you don't if you don't tape it, you're fucked. So I the the one show that I was adamant on watching every week was Buffy and Angel. They're the I only completely sh- passed on both of those shows. Yeah, they're the only shows I I, I watched because I knew the time and it mm. also. Uh, two hours later, I had a rerun. So if I missed it initially, mm. I had enough time to watch the rerun. Mm. But anything before that, get to fuck because it's not going to happen. Anyway, speaking of get to fuck, let's get to this movie. Yes. So we watched 1988's Action Jackson. Yes. Starring Carl Weathers and a ton of other motherfuckers who rule. Right? Yes. Goddamn this... And uh, do you know, uh, so this movie was directed by Craig R. Baxley. He is, he's a stunt, he's mainly a stunt performer. That's his, like, that's his major Yeah, that that makes sense after watching this movie. Yeah, he did stunts for, holy shit, Predator, Dark Angel, uh, The A-Team, 21 Jump Street, The Dukes of Hazzard. You name it, he's done stunts for it. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. And then let's see his directing credits. Human, he's directed like lots of episodes of like known shows, including Aces and Eights, the TV movie, Harper's Island, uh, Human Target, The Lost <laughs> Room. And uh, he's also directed episodes of the A Team as well. And Stone, nice. and Stone Cold as well, which apparently is a classic which I need to get into. But from there, let's uh, let's talk let's talk about the fucking opening of this movie. <laughs> Holy fuck. So yeah. it starts off with these uh, two pe- preppy people, one of them being the news reporter from Die Hard. Yeah. And we're going to say Die Hard quite a bit in this movie because every time someone shows up, oh yeah, that guy was in Die Hard. Uh, this was also uh, produced by Joel Silver, who was involved in Lethal Weapon, Die Hard, all those movies, including The Matrix. Just He has his finger in a lot of pies. And yeah. um, we get some cool butterfly knife uh, trickery. Yeah. And then to end this assault, a fucking grenade launcher to the chest. Yeah. So let's, let's just say... How do you like your ribs? <laughs> yes. This is the grenade launcher use in this movie is some of the best grenade launcher use ever. Even though it's not an actual gun, it's just clearly a prop. Oh, like it clearly is. I don't care. It looks cool. Shoots, it still look good. I'm bl- like, blows shit up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. when the main villain, we're going to go like throughout the time, but best line ever. He just stands there. Uh, Action Jackson, aka Carl Weathers, with a grenade launcher to the like the head lackey. Because how do you like your ribs? Boom! Yeah. Grenade to the chest, explodes. Yeah. Holy fuck! Yep. So, uh, let's talk about the man himself. What's, let's talk- what's a black butter bean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You mean the Muslim bodyguard that's trying to put him through self yeah. medical school, aka yeah. the best character? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. So this is this is character in this movie, and his whole thing is he's like he's Muslim, he's, he promotes priests, peace, and his whole thing is he's just protecting the main female. He takes like seven punches in the face and doesn't even flinch. <laughs> if I hit you again, you're just going to put me through that wall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, <laughs> and then just dives at him through the door. <laughs> oh, so much fun. So much. And let's talk about the man himself. Let's talk about Action Jackson. What did you think to his character in this movie? I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that there wasn't more of this. Uh, apparently, there's the unofficial sequel to this. Uh, With Carl? Uh, yeah, Carl Weathers and okay. Billy D. Williams. Okay. Uh, not the same character names or anything like that, but in some markets, it's referred to as Action Jackson 2. Uh, this movie actually made its money back too. It grossed twenty million on an eight million dollar budget. I think wow. six. I think six million of that went on explosions alone. Right. You know what I mean? Because everything. The minute you said it, that it was done by an, I start. I was like, "Yep, totally." You can kind of like, tell some them. of the some of the action. I was like, "Okay, okay." Someone liked their action stunts. Yeah. <laughs> so much so that apparently. Uh, Carl Weathers doesn't like the director anymore because apparently he put him fr- so uh, Carl Weathers who was 39 when shooting starred joked that the rigorous shooting schedule for the action sequence ages body into his 60s and blamed director Craig R. Baxley mm. he's like that fuck I had the body of Adonis but then this asshole puts me through it and then I end up getting killed actually was Rocky when was Rocky 5? 4 sorry Never mind, he, he died, so he, he probably felt like his character at the end of Rocky Four, dead mm. in the ground. But so let's talk about actually Jackson himself. So I love the build up to his character where they where the two cops pick up the hoodlum and are just hyping up action Jackson. Yeah. Eye away. His testicle went up in his stomach. Yeah. So has a comeback. <laughs> you recognize um one of the cops. Yep. Who? Yep. yep. Um, from Back to the Future. Biff. Biff. Yeah, Biff. Yep. A Biff young Biff. Biff. A... This was well, a middle, a middle-aged Biff. This is clearly after Fast and the Furious or Fast, Fast Back to the Fury. Future. What the fuck? That, what yeah. the fuck, Mike? <laughs> this is clearly after uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, it's uh, three years after. So I think it's uh, just before he started doing movies uh back to the future because back to the future was 1985 yeah and then i think they came back in 1989 for, for back to yeah, the future too has he been in anything other than uh let's I feel look. like back to the future is like his main like that's his main thing but i think he's done i've seen him in a bunch of other stuff yeah yeah because um sure. yeah a year later he did back to the future too so he did this in between so he, he had some shit, and then I'm looking now at his uh, at his career. But I I do remember he's like had a brief, he's had like brief stuff. I know he was in uh, CW stuff as well, oh. playing a main character. Oh, 
so. <coughs> Interesting. And what show? Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. He's actually the father of one of the main characters. Oh, I don't like that. I'm out. <laughs> so let's see. He was in. He was in the Training Day TV series Workaholics. Uh, he was in the Ranch. God, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> he does a, like a, a lot of voice work as well, mm. like SpongeBob, Franklin and Bash. Star Wars, The Old Republic, the video game. He was uh, Els Organa. I hope that they redo that game. Is that Squad Republic Squadron, he said? Uh, no, The Old Republic, which is actually oh. another game coming out. He, he was also uh, Catman in Batman Brave and the Bold. So he has quite a career uh, oh. afterwards, mainly doing voice work. But apparently his whole thing was he also does stand-up comedy as the Biff character. Interesting. So he was uh, working quite a bit. So we let's go back to the action Jackson. Mm-hmm. So this kid, and I love the joke with the kid the entire movie. Every time he sees action Jackson, he just shits himself and runs away. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like... Because it's always in the middle of something. Yeah. So action Jackson, a.k.a. Jericho Jackson, which is like yeah. a perfect action hero name. Right. You know what I mean? Apparently he's well-educated. He's, he's been to Harvard. Uh, dresses nice. Looks nice. Beats the shit out of people. That's his whole I thing. feel like this was ahead of his time. Yes. Because I feel like I'm surprised that this was not done into a franchise. Yes. I, I'm, I'm really disappointed this was because this movie was strong enough that they could do it. Even if yeah. they did it straight to DVD. Apparently this movie was uh, fought up on the set of Predator. Because it's like, hey, you should like maybe maybe do like your own little thing, like a black exploitation movie. And he's like, yeah, I should. Hey, Bill, you want in? Hey, you, like, please, Billy, you want in as well? Let's <laughs> co- co- come along. I got, I got uh, roles for all of you. Granted, oh. you're probably going to get stabbed with a needle and you're going to be my captain, yeah. which has the best captain fucking name ever. Captain yeah. Armbuster, yeah. Captain yeah. Armbuster, and you know I love Bill Duke. Everything he's in, just his cool demeanor. Don't give and a coach. F- the fact that coach are like yeah. as a heel. The the villain, Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and doing martial arts. Doing martial arts too, and some spinny shit. I'm breaking arms. Oh god, yeah. What an asshole, though. The whole training sequence. Lessons over. Where the guy keeps going, okay, we're done. And you just keep like fucking backshotting him the entire time. Like, you fuck. Lessons over. And then like snaps his arm, goes, get him out of here. Did you notice his henchman as well? The Asian guy? Yep. Who's in fucking everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. I just know every time I see him, it's like cheers with Norm. I'm like, yeah. Oh, this is gonna be a chain. This is gonna be a some type of like kung fu movie. Yeah, or if you need an Asian that can speak English and to get fucked up, you call out. <laughs> That's pretty much. He made his career. I actually want to check out. He actually has a documentary about him. Yeah, they call me out. I just want to watch it to see yeah. if I can like discover any other movies he's in because he did. Well, he was in the last John Wick, was he not? I, I think so. Or no, no, no. That's another guy. That's in, he's in one of them. 
Yeah, I think he is. I'll, I'll take Marvel. a look. But yeah, he's constantly. So this is also a uh, Predator reunion because you have Carl Withers, Bill Dirks, uh, Duke, and Sonny Landham, who plays Billy, in yeah. a full role where he's given heroin to the main lead. And then they have a fight. And as soon as he laughs, I'm, I'm like, holy shit, that's Billy. Because you can, <laughs> you can just tell. As soon as he starts yeah. laughing at yep, yep, got it. Know that guy. And then also there's like a diehard reunion too. Yep. So we've got... There's a lot of names in here that I was really surprised by. Yeah. So Which is another reason why I'm surprised it just got so buried. Yeah. It's such a saint. I think because... Sharon the, Stone? Sharon Stone, who dies. She gets like, shot in the chest by coach. Yeah. And Craig T. Nelson, like... <laughs> Yeah, then, Carl Weather. Um, like just the names in here. I'm just like, even now, if you were to do a movie with those names, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a great. It would probably be VOD, but it'd be like a great, uh, nostalgic get together. Yeah. Like, uh, if there's a movie out called v, VFW, which has like Norm from Cheers, Chris. From, He's still alive. He's still alive. He's still kicking, dude. Wow. This movie came out two years ago. Go, and. So in Die Hard, there's Dennis Hayden, uh, who's the main uh, like invisible soldier. You got uh, Devereaux White, who is the limo driver from Die Hard. He's the guy that kind of, uh, uh, when you see Action Jackson walking around, he's giving him the tour and shit. Mm-hmm. You've got Robert Davy, uh, his informant that ends up getting uh, shot in the chest. COD. Yep. Goddamn. You know what? The, the this movie is so fucking quotable, too. Uh-huh. This stuff. Uh, Mary Ellen Trainer is in the start. Al Liang and producer Joel Silver is involved in this too. So you got like, if you love eighties movies, check this out because yeah. it's just like a yeah. who's who or who are just amazing, right? Yeah, and, like I'm just like I feel like someone someone personal would like. Mm-mm, we need to bury this. Yeah. And it sucks. Apparently, it got negative uh, reviews. I don't know why. Right? You know what I mean? This is like a great wheelhouse. Uh, just fantastic uh, directing. Uh, a lot of fun with the action sequences, in my opinion. What do you hmm. think? I really enjoyed it. Like, even the action sequences and for that time. Yeah. Even now, I found it entertaining. I'm just so like, how did this movie not get more press how is it not more no how did i never hear more of this because i never heard of it until you showed me you told me yeah and we, i discovered it through hbo max and let's talk about there's a sequence where one of the assassins is on the run the one that killed his friend and he's on yes. top of the car and he's shooting yes. and then yes. with his bare hand punches the windscreen in Okay, that was even the part that triggered me. The part that no, triggered me. Afterwards? Yeah. Y- you yeah. explain afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go for it. Like, the part where he's like, come at me, come at me. And then he's like, and he punches it. And he's like, he throws it. And he, of course, Carl, instead of just dodging, somersaults. <laughs> Circus or lay stuff. 
like full frontal somersault over the car, lands on his feet, turns around, looks at the car, the car, looking back at him, hits it, doesn't it hit another car? Yeah, and it flies up. Then like, does like a, like a torpedo, like missile into a store. And then explodes. And then explodes. And I'm just like, whoa. Like, who, someone who ever directed this clearly likes stunts and was like, go. Yeah. Just go. And here's the thing it's so absurd, it's amazing. It right? really does fit. Because sometimes when you have absurdity, you've really got to make sure that you match the tone of the film. This matches it. I feel like this is the movie that inspired Michael Bay getting into movies. Michael Bay watched this movie and was like, I need to get into directing. (laughs) Guaranteed. He's like, I got to make my own action. Jackson, which is is my life. This is what I need to do with my life. So let's talk about uh, the scene where he's getting uh, tortured with the uh, the blowtorch. Which, in my opinion, granted it has a lot of great one-liners. Has, yeah. the, has the lamest one. Yeah. Has the Muslim bodyguard trying to put himself through medical college going, hello, I'm Mr. Ed, and then just dives on everybody. Yeah. I'm like, what the yep. fuck does that even mean? Yep. Yep. And where are you coming from and why are you doing a face turn? I think it's because he was protecting Vanity. Let's talk about Vanity. Vanity is the name of the actress. Uh, she used to date Nikki Six and Prince. Uh, she was a part of the Vanity Six, which was a band. Uh, I hated her. Not. I really wish Sharon Stone was the main lead rather than her. Not because uh, of anything. I think it's because she was fucking annoying. Yeah, it wasn't a big like. Oh, this is. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I found she was a weak link in the movie, if anything. Yeah, uh, she, she w- wasn't acting well, and the entire time she's begging for a heroin fix. Yeah, but let's be honest, she was the green in that movie. Yeah. Like, she, I, <laughs> she must have been a Tim Imagine, that's your first movie. Yeah. And, and you got Sharon Stone in there, you got Carl Weathers, who just came out of, out of Rocky. You got the dude that just came out of Back to the Future. Well, this this was this wasn't her first movie. No, she, she, yeah, she was in a bunch of stuff beforehand, oh. but this was like her first big movie. Yeah, because uh, yeah, she was in uh, a bunch of stuff from 1980 onwards. She was also in the new Mike Hammer. There's a new one, apparently. So uh, for everyone listening, uh, back in uh, Mike's wrestling days, his uh, wrestling name was Mike Hammer. I knew there was an old TV show, but I never knew there was a new one. Oftentimes when they bring shows back, they go, the new Mike Hammer. Kind of like when they did Batman, it's like the new adventures of Batman. Yeah. It's just, they don't want to like spend extra money on shit or it goes to a new network. So they give it a new name. What year was it? 1984 to 1987. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's way back then. I was like expecting to hear like two thousand. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking now. I'm just. 
oh, there's like a made-for-television film called Murder Me, Murder You. So I'm guessing it's just like maybe just doing a bunch of different series, see what uh, fits. But yeah, I just didn't I didn't like her at all. And it, no. was, it was the heroin thing. It just yeah. it yeah. got annoying. You're gonna get clean? Yeah. Cold turkey. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> you you just you just see him grab the grenade launcher and shoot him in the chest. Yeah. I like my breast barbecued bitch. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. But yeah, it's such a shame that they killed off Sharon Stone because I felt she was a lot more interesting. <laughs> Sharon, like, what do you mean I'm not the lead actress? All yeah. right, just kill me. Mm. Oh, yeah, and by the way, take your top off while you're dead. Yeah. Just gratuitous, like, topless scene while she's dead. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Stop being so petty. <laughs> and then I do like the team up of the Muslim bodyguard and Action Jackson. Just yeah. you know, beating the shit out of people, throwing them out of windows. I know goddamn Carl Weathers is like, I'm going to need you to film me with my shirt off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, guaranteed. Also, all my shirts got to be extra tight because I got yeah. to pop that vein out. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who buys shirts like this? No one buys shirts like this legitimately. Whoever made those shirts, the, those small sizes, Carl Weathers put them through college. Right, put his kids through college because he bought all the tight shirts. God damn, <laughs> these shirts are small. I'm gonna need you to wash them and dry them, but they're really small. Just do it. Yeah, uh, what was it? There's another scene where he's at the pool hole and he's trying to find his uh informant. <laughs> he's like, Hey, I need to find Papa Duck, and then he's like. Papa Duck's in, in like this random cupboard or something like that. Or that, that's Papa Duck's balls. Yeah. And then hits him with a, a glass <laughs> bottle. But holy fuck, what is going on? And then Miguel Nunez shows up. If you uh, don't know who that name, he's been in so much. He, uh, right? Apparently he had a role offered, but he said, nah, I, I just want to be a uh, random pool fog that just spouts some shit. And it's interesting with him because uh, he ended up becoming DJ in the Street Fighter, aka the wrong DJ, because that should have been Billy Billy Blanks the entire way. But yeah. he he made a good career of himself. He's been in like Fr- Friday the Thirteenth movies and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's super. And then that's where oh man. Also, let's talk about Kid Sable. That guy is I don't, just. The the side cast in this movie is amazing. Yeah. Yep. It's just every time every time I turn, the cast just gets better and better. Yeah. But just because there's these great side characters and everything like that. So the big plot of this is apparently they want the unions to be under their thumb. <laughs> so they're killing everybody off so that they can sign off. There's not much of a plot. Nope. You know, I mean, I didn't really care for the plot, but you don't need a plot for this kind of movie. Just point me to the bad guys and kill them off. Yeah. And so towards the end, we get chaos. Uh, The assassin is foiled. I really do like the way they foiled the assassin. Who is the guy who who got exploded in the the, uh, apartment building? 
from the car. He survived that. Yeah. This guy is... I think the reason why they used him is because he kind of looks like Carl Weathers. Yeah. Because he's wearing the exact same shit he normally wears. It's like, hey, we need you to get like a child-sized shirt on so that we <laughs> it will compete with Carl Weathers. And then they tried to shoot the representative. And how did that kill him? Because he's just basically rattling a wire and it explodes on him. And it just kills him. But, but oh, it did kill him because he hit the spikes. But yeah. how did that all those spark, spikes make him fall off? Oh, it's electricity, man. Oh, it's wiring. <sighs> all he did was shake it. All he did was shake it, man. Forty wiring, bro. Oh god damn it! Don't question it. And then Kid Sable, <laughs> I do love the obvious stunt double on Kid Kid Sable because you see him stand there and it focuses on his feet and his feet are just fucking spinning around in there and he just one yeah. punches him right in the face. Yep. <laughs> so Kid Sable. I also the- love this the the stunt double on uh, Carl Weathers on him on the cab. Yes. <laughs> like, like God bless you. So, and then from there, my favorite part of this, uh, we're going into the uh, end stretch just because we want to reveal this. So, uh, Coach runs off uh, to go settle whatever shit he needs to settle. What does Carl Weathers do? Gets in a car, smashes through the house, and then using the same car, bashes into an henchman, and then, you know I could go upstairs the usual way. Fuck it. I'm going to back up and drive up the stairs. Uh-huh. And then we get a fist fight. After a Mexican standoff, <laughs> we get a fist fight. Where mm-hmm. it, so, Crazy Nate Nelson is doing spinny shit. He just, he's, just, uh, he's like fighting Corey on martial arts games. Where it's just the same shit over and over again. You just gotta get around it. And from there, in one of my favorite things, he points and goes, Now you're pissing me off. Hulk Hogan style ass whooping. Just beats the fuck out of him. And then it ends. In my opinion, they probably grabbed all the, the last of their blood, packed it on, and just shot Craig T. Nelson in the chest. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Because boom. And then to end, Bill Duke shows up and goes, yeah, you did good. Promotion. 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 Promoted. (laughs) And then Biff's like, what the fuck? (laughs) What do you mean he's promoted? Shut the fuck up, Biff. Is there an echo in here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did I stutter? (laughs) You know what I mean? Just Bill Duke. Bill Duke's when he dresses people down, is the best dress down ever. Just because he has this zero fucks, look at me, I'll fuck you up. Look, you know what I mean? Case closed. Case closed. And case so, spe- and so speaking of case closed, um, we didn't talk about, I really do, I really do wish they did more with this group, but that there's this group of assassins whose main aid is to help Craig D. Nelson kill people. <laughs> and the way they dispatch people is just, mean and violent but i wish we had more from them you know what i mean yeah well you can only do so much you can only do so much but at the start they just grenade launch someone in the chest and throw them out the window then they attack a man yeah the invisible men what a cool cool idea i wish we had more 
at the very least, they went out awesome, which, like I said, how do you like your ribs explode? So, Mike, before we go, uh, give your final thoughts, and then we'll uh, rate this son of a bitch. I really enjoyed this. My final thoughts are, why is there not more? I feel like they could even do a remake. of. You can easily do... Son of Action Jackson? A reboot. Yeah, right? Yeah. Did the Son of Shaft? Yeah. Who would so, you get to play uh, Action Jackson Jr.? I kind of got an idea just because of uh, another movie he's been in. Why not Denzel Washington, son? No. I'm, I'm going to go closer. Mm. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yep. Yep. He played him in Creed. You may as well. Because yeah. th- th- this movie also is very uh, meta as well. Because we get a lot of Predator references too. Yep. You get uh, get to the chopper. You also yep. call somebody a son of a bitch. Yep. Very much in line with a lot of the memes from Predator. So why not Michael B. Jordan playing action? What would you call him though? What would you call the son? Would he also be Action Jackson? Jericho. Yeah. Jericho Jackson Jr. Jr. Yep. Triple J. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Mike. Let's get to work. Yep, so now, this. Uh, since you've been on your sabbatical, uh, some uh, discoveries have been made, uh, and we now have a rating system. Oh boy! Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. In reference to the greatness that is Billy Blanks, yeah. the, how would you rate this movie out of five blanks? It's not the Academy Awards. You can just, you're not going to be scrutinized if you give it a low. Four. You're going to give it a four? I'm going to give it a a five. I almost gave it a five. I'm giving it a five just because of the Predator and Die Hard reunion. And also for How's My Ribs. Yeah. That that, that just just sets it for me. Okay. If you like one-liners, then you will love Yellowstone. Yes. Okay. I'll definitely check. It's full of, it's definitely full of like just one-liners and like life talks. Okay. Like, just, like this, bam! It's like oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So from there, um, so f- four stars from uh, four blanks from Mike, five blanks from me. Action Jackson is one of the best movies so far of the year for me. There was this yeah. one. And then there's also Showdown, which started the whole Billy Blank star system. So uh, from there, Mike, welcome back. Hopefully we can get you in. Hopefully I can drag you uh, away from Red Dead enough to get you on some. No. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Fuck you. No. (laughs) But uh, we're also throwing in some new stuff. So pretty much. Uh, once a month now, we're going to be doing gauntlet interviews, which is pretty much my concept of hot ones. But instead of uh, hot wings, it's people watching bad movies. Uh, by the time this is released, we have the Michael Petro episode released, which is a lot of fun. We also have coming up the Sam Thompson episode where we did nothing but iced tea movies. Uh. Uh, so and then pretty much that's going to be once a month. Um, me and Mike are also going to be talking about maybe doing a special commentary on certain episodes at the end of every month. 
just getting a bunch of us uh, talking shit about the movie, having a lot of fun. You can join in. I definitely want to try and do The Last Dragon, if you ever heard yep. of that movie. Yep. I, I yep. want to try and get it with the, uh, as me and Mike call it, the Get Off Our Horse crew. Yeah. Because I think that'll be a lot of fun. And from there, Mike's going to try and be here as much as possible. Uh, he might just decide to go another sabbatical, depending on the movie. <laughs> uh, from me and Mike, uh, catch you guys next week. We don't know what it is, but it's definitely going to be something.